Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 210. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Maisie Peters. The British pop star and songwriter is making her way down to Australia next year for a run of shows in February and March. In today's episode, we're speaking with Maisie about what she's learned touring with Ed Sheeran, songwriting for a new record, and what she's looking forward to most when she's down here in Australia. Here we go. Our guest today is one of the most exciting new talents of the last few years. She's a singer and songwriter who last year released her brilliant debut record, You Signed Up For This. Since then, she's been touring the world, playing shows with Ed Sheeran and amassing fans all over the globe. Next February and March, she's bringing those shows down here to Australian crowds. Please welcome back to This Song Is Yours, Maisie Peters. Hello, how are we? I'm very, very well. I hope you're good too. <laughs> I'm doing well, thank you. Now, Maisie, I believe you're joining us from, if I've done my research correctly, I think that you're in San Fran at the moment. I am in San Francisco. Good research. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now you are, I believe, at the the tail end of a, another North American tour uh, for yourself. How, how have those shows been going? They've been amazing. They've been a real uh, turning point, I think. Those have been like the craziest shows ever and the fans and the audiences and the the venues, everything about it has just felt like a whole new level. So it's been amazing. I was going to say on social media and I guess from a distance here in Australia, it does appear that, yes, since we last spoke, that those venues have gotten bigger, that those crowds are getting a lot larger and a lot more. um, Mm -hmm. I think we've seen people camping out all over the world to to line (laughs) up for Macy Peters gigs. Are you surprised at the reaction that uh, that's, I guess, the, the growth? Um, I am. Yeah. I mean, you, it's all, it feels very surreal and I, it doesn't feel like they're actually like here to see me or like they actually listen mm-hmm. to music. Like I still am truly baffled that like people are actually listening. Um, so yeah, like it's, that's never not crazy. I can very much appreciate that. Um, now since we last spoke and, and I will get into why we're speaking now, we are discussing your Australian tour. You are coming down to see us. Um, before we get mm-hmm. into the, the nitty gritty details of that, I did want to touch on this for a second for those who can't see at home because this is a podcast. I am holding up the <laughs> Maisie Peters debut point, record. <laughs> Just for those who can't see what we're doing. Um, I guess it, it's been a year since then and this is what you're touring in support of. Firstly, congratulations on one year because I know that this album has resonated with a lot of people, but how are you feeling a year on from from these songs coming out? 
I mean, yeah, a lot has happened in a year, almost an indescribable amount of things and change. And I think if you were to tell me a year ago that this would be where I would be now, I would not believe you. Um, and I, I'm so grateful for that, for that album, because I think it's brought me to so many places and further than I could have ever dreamed of really. Um, and I'm, I'm so, I'm so pleased. I'm so thrilled because I loved, I love that album so much. And I knew when I was making it, how much I loved it and how much I believed in it, um, and how important it felt to me. And I always thought it, it could do that for the people and, and it's been amazing and, and rewarding and and really magical to see that it's that it that it has done that for people and that it's special to the to the rest of the world too. I would agree with that. We've had a number of guests on this very podcast who have talked about the um the power of your music or the effect that this music has oh. had on them. Um that's so cool. It's one who who have we got one artist, uh she's the label mate of one Greta Ray, who we might touch on a little bit later, but um Charlie very big fan of yours. I know that there's a I number of Charlie. artists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to see that there is a mutual admiration between the two. So that's lovely to hear. Definitely is. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, she is amazing. Yes. Uh, now, as we mentioned, you're coming down to to visit us in Australia next year, and these shows, Maisie, I feel they kind of they got announced and then they were sold out, and then the venues were upgraded, and now they're still sold out. Firstly. How are you feeling about this? Because I feel that Australia has just fallen in love with Maisie Peters. Which is the best news ever because I am in love with Australia. I feel, I've never <laughs> been, but I just I have a lot of Australian friends and I just feel like a real affinity towards Australians and towards Australia. And so it's like the best news ever that, that the love is reciprocated because I, I truly think these shows are going to be so special. I, I think they're going to be some of my favourite ever. Um, and I yeah, I couldn't believe that the way they sold is is truly unbelievable. Um and I can't, I actually just can't wait to play them. God, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> you have been playing a lot this year. I guess what can, um, what can Australian fans expect that might be different from some of those other shows that you've been playing around this year? I guess I really want to make, I'll be playing obviously because in Australia we're going to be with Ed for some of it and we're going to be doing our own shows for the other ones. So I want to make sure both those set lists just really play to the strengths of where we are, if we're in a stadium or if we're in like a tiny little venue. Um, I really just want to make sure we we bring the house down of, of wherever we are. 100%. You just mentioned uh, Mr. Ed Sheeran, who I know has been your tour mate this year. Indeed. I'm, I'm curious how you found those shows because it is, they're, they're all stadium shows. And so I imagine that you're getting quite a lot of exposure and a lot of experience as well playing these gigs. Definitely. I've, that's been a, that's a, a huge part of my year and playing those shows with Ed and going around the UK and Europe been playing in all of those stadiums it's been very surreal and very wild very fun um and I think it's done like just insurmountable amounts for my my stagecraft and for my confidence and for how and for even watching Ed every night I mean I think I just learned like such a colossal amount um and and applied it to my own shows and I think it's yeah it's it's like impacted me in ways that I don't even know 100% we've spoken um we've spoken to a few bands who have done similar things. They've they've gone in support. Uh, sorry, they've toured as a support act for another um, another artist and, and opened bigger shows, which has then influenced their songwriting as well. So I can appreciate that your stagecraft has has grown and evolved. But have you found that the songs that you're writing now almost lend themselves to a bigger space, to a to a bigger venue, if you will? I think so. Yeah, definitely. I think that that will time will tell with that with playing the next album live next year, but. 
um, I definitely think that they'll have been subconsciously and consciously inspired by those venues and, and those shows and, and knowing that this next album I really will be touring, hopefully around the world. So, yeah, I'd like to think so. <laughs> this next album is something that I feel has been on a lot of people's lips. I know that there is a very dedicated fan account, Mazzy's Memes. Anyone who is not following Mazzy's Memes. Memes, indeed. Yep, please make sure you go onto Instagram and follow. Um, I know that, yeah, there's a lot of anticipation for another record. We've been gifted with a number of singles this year. Is there any, uh, without getting myself in trouble with any form of label or publicist involved, uh, can we talk about any form of release that might be coming soon? I mean, yeah, without revealing too much. I mean, the album is coming next year. Um, I'm really at the, at the tail end of it now. I'm finalizing the track listing. I'm finishing the last couple of songs. I'll be, I'll be sending everything to Mick soon. Um, and I'm really excited for it. I, I think it's my best body of work yet. And, and I've, and I've put so much of myself into it. I think it's my most honest body of work as well. Um, and I think, yeah, it was made to be played in all of these rooms. So it's going to be a crazy experience playing it next year. <laughs> I know that there's a lot of people excited to hear these songs live. Um, these, some of these newer songs that have come out this year, we've got, uh, Good Enough, Kate's Brother, Not Another Rockstar. Um, uh, there's, there's a new, I want to say like a new confidence or almost like a, it's almost like a level up. Like if this was a, a video game that Maisie has eaten the mushroom and gotten to that next level, um, what, I guess, was the change between that first record and, and some of these singles in terms of the songwriting and finding this new Maisie, I guess? I think that it was, it's just been a lot of personal growth as well and of, and of really feeling like I, I know the music that I want to make and feeling confident in what I want to say and how I want to say it. And then with that, just working with new people and listening to new types of music and allowing myself to, to be inspired in different ways. 100%. Is there any form of uh, collaboration that we could expect on, on this record or will it just be solely a Maisie venture? Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I mean, I think it'll be, a, in terms of features, it'll be a, a purely amazing adventure, but I love getting my friends on my on my records and, and getting uh, familiar voices or, or you know, uh, instruments or whatever, whatever it is. Um, so there'll definitely be some of that on this album too. That's very exciting to hear. Um, I would love to discuss, uh, if possible, Maisie, 
whether you're able to, to songwrite on the road, as we mentioned, you've spent a lot of time this year touring, going around the world twice over. Are you someone who can kind of uh, sit in a hotel room, write, compose, or is it something that you have to have a certain kind of space to, to be able to do? Oh, I mean, I like to think that I would write. The actual issue, which is hilarious, is that I never seem to have an instrument on me in my hotel room <laughs> because uh, you never want to you want to fly with the minimum amount of bags, and I definitely don't want to check in a guitar to every flight I go on. I've been a lot of flights, <laughs> so actually, hilariously, that problem is more logistical than anything. Um, but I I don't necessarily write full songs on the road, but I do jot down a lot of ideas and inspirations, and then. I've found with this album, at least whenever I go home, I'll just be straight into the studio and with all the days I have in between tours. And that was when I was really, um, you know, making the most of that time and, and going in and, and writing as many songs as humanly possible. 100%. I would love to also discuss, I guess, the the importance or the, the power of creative fiction within songwriting, if that makes sense. I know that I think earlier this year when Kate's brother came out, there was a lot of people trying to determine whether Kate's brother was Which I real. I really did then... date Kate's brother. You did? Well, no, but, but who knows? <laughs> Kate's brother, I will say Kate's brother is an entirely real person and so is Kate and so was the Halloween party. But the rest of it is is up to the interpretation. <laughs> this is what I wanted to clarify or at least uh, discuss with you in terms of, I guess, where you go in when songwriting in terms of truth, honesty, but also creative licensing and being able to kind of build worlds without having totally fictional songs, if that makes sense. Yeah, I well, I think there's no there's no rules and and music is is a is a magical like merging of truth and fiction, I think anyway. So I think that although this next album I do think is my most honest, I also I'm the biggest believer and the biggest supporter of like whatever was best for the song. And, and, you know, Kate's brother is a great example of that. That was a song I just wrote having so much fun and thinking, I don't know, like, what if I did this? Like, wouldn't that be so funny? Wouldn't this be the, the silliest idea ever? And then I got Kate's brother out of it, which is one of my favorite songs. So I think that, yeah, whatever feels good, chase whatever feels good. I can appreciate that sentiment. What was the, um, very quickly, what was the sentiment from Kate and Kate's brother? Like, what was their reaction? Oh, they all loved it. Everybody loved it. <laughs> um, and so did Kate's mother, actually. Uh, every, the whole family are big fans. <laughs> I look forward to the, the following album, the third album, where Kate's mother is on the track list for that one. So She gets her own song. Oh, definitely. Trina, 100% <laughs> should get her own song. Very excited to hear that song. Um, Maisie, again, you're coming back to visit us. Uh, we've mentioned Greta, we've mentioned Charlie. I guess your knowledge of Australian music, what is that like? And and I guess are you excited to see any bands or artists while you're out here? Absolutely. I would love to see some Australian bands and artists. I mean, I'm a big, obviously I'm the biggest Greta Ray fan uh, in the whole world. So um, I'm hoping to catch the Greta Ray performance. But I'd love, I mean, I love Charlie. I love... Um, Gang of Youths, obviously, was who Gretchen was on tour with recently, and I think they're amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I love Amy Shark. Uh, her and I became uh, friends recently over Instagram, and I loved her <laughs> album. I, was, I think it was Love Monster, um, and her EP actually, Blood Brothers, I think, was previous to that. And I was her biggest. I've been her biggest fan for the longest time, so I'm, I hope to see her as well. All very, very solid picks. Has um has Greta or any of your other Australian friends, I guess, given you any advice 
on Australia in terms of what to see, what to do, what to eat, possibly what to avoid? No advice yet, but I, I will be asking them for it, although I'm wondering if they won't give it to me because they'll want to watch uh, me, me flop. Um, I'm sure they want to laugh at me doing all the things I shouldn't. But, uh, yeah, no, I'll ask for some advice at a later date. <laughs> well, hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully they're not wanting to see you fail or flop too hard. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk very quickly as well um, about a cover that has been doing the rounds on social media, I think, the last week. I think that it's no secret that yourself, Greta, a number of other artists are quite big Swifties, uh, that Taylor Swift has had quite an influence on on all of you and your songwriting. And uh, in the last week, there's been a cover of yourself covering, what is it, Dear John from the Speak Dear Now John. album. Indeed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, if, if it's all right, I'd love to ask, what was it that made you pick this song from that album? It's a brilliant album, brilliant track. What made you pick this song specifically? And then actually I'll, I'll ask the second question once you've, once you've answered that first one. <laughs> I mean, we were looking for like a cover to do, like something. And I, I've always, I'm a big Swifty, and I've always loved Dear John the song. I think it's a masterpiece. And any Swifty knows that, like, that's like a true, it's a, that's a true. It's it's like a deep cut, but it's not. It's actually the opposite of a deep cut. Um, <laughs> and it just it means a lot to me. That song has been I've I've loved it for a lot of years for a lot of different reasons. Um, and when we were deciding what what to sing, and I was like, oh, what if we? It's also in the same time signature as my song favorite X. And so it sort of made sense going with that song. Um, and yeah, once we once we tried it together, it, it just felt really right. And it's been so healing, so spiritually healing, singing it every night and hearing everyone <laughs> scream it along. That was one bit I was a little bit surpri- not surprised at, but just the sheer volume of which the crowd was getting into it in, in all the clips that I've seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It, um, it seems to be resonating with the crowd quite well. Uh, th- this has sparked a bit of a... I think I don't want to say rumor, but that has sparked some questions in relation to it's possible that Speak Now, Taylor's version is the next one, and that there are stories flying around that Maisie Peters might, who knows, make an appearance on that in in some way. Is there any validity to these, or are we just following a the wrong paper trail? Listen, I that I I'll be if I know you'll be the first to know too. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm in the dark. No, look, I can I can appreciate that. <laughs> um, Maisie, usually we would ask our guests uh, what they're currently listening to. Um, is there anything at the moment that's kind of on high rotation for yourself that you're enjoying? Mm. Um, what am I listening to? Let me have a look. I'm listening to... I mean, funny because I've just... Uh, maybe it's because I was just in Canada, um, but I've been listening to a lot of Drake. Um, I actually really love the uh, Take Care album and... I also, I mean, I love a lot of Drake songs for different reasons. I think it's just like lyricism is unbelievable. Um, but I've been listening to a lot of We'll Be Fine by Drake. Very solid choice. Very solid album. Um, Maisie, once again, thank you so much for your time today. I know that you are on tour, so it's appreciated that you spent a bit of time with us on the pod. We are very excited for you to visit Australia and New Zealand next year, coming to play these shows. And um, yeah, thank you again. No, thank you for having me. that's our show. A massive thank you to Maisie Peters for her time. Her Australian tour begins in February 2023 and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy tickets to her tour. 
We also want to give a huge shout out to Thomas at Warner Music Australia for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning. We now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.